Welcome back to Mickey D's podcast. Episode, episode 89. Hey, hey guys, happy Cinco de Mayo. Huh? Hey, oh, Cinco de Mayo. Why are you looking at me like we celebrate for me? <laughs> I was making my way. I was like, happy Cinco de Mayo. That was a really, really slow turn to me. <laughs> Mickey, what are you doing today? <laughs> how, how are you celebrating today? No, no, today? no. Cinco de Mayo, uh, the Americans, white people took that shit from every Hispanic. Yeah. Let's be real. Like it has become an American holiday. It's become a white man's They don't holiday. celebrate it in Hispanic like countries, right? Not like that. Not like that, right? They yeah. they celebrate Cesar Chavez before well, they celebrate that independence, shit. So they would only celebrate it in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Nah, but no one's booked tonight. No big. Uh, I am actually. Where you, where you, where you, where you DJ? <laughs> yeah, somewhere in a spot in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Um, I got asked to. No, no, I didn't get asked. I, I was talking to a Booker about doing Cinco, and then he said, "Hey, man, sorry, we um, we're gonna go with the banda." Over you, I was like, yeah. "Hey, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. come on, man! You can't yeah, argue yeah. that. Like, hey, well, this is their one day to shine. Uh, I get it. You know, outside. What's that weekend in September? Did you show a picture of fiance? <laughs> come on, come on, man! Come on, so, look, look, you come see, on. we can bring her. She can gather up a couple of her friends. A few that look like her. Oh my god! What you want? Instagram models, influencers, a porn? What you? What you want? kind of party is this <laughs> yeah. um taco tuesday is basically single to my every week honestly the way people celebrate sure. it. it was yeah this week was just a, a reason for people to double up oh we got taco oh, tuesday man. and single de mayo Taking back to tuesday back. and wednesday off yeah, work 100 percent right. easy it carries over it's like halloween whole week <laughs> exactly right <laughs> right now <laughs> nightlife any excuse any excuse yeah you know, i'm not gonna lie i picked my wedding date which is next week the 12th um, because of Cinco, because I knew everyone gets booked and turns up on Cinco, and then the week after that, maybe even the two weeks after that, going into Memorial Day weekend, it's cool dead. Day. Yeah. So I'm thinking, cool. If we ever want to take a trip somewhere, you know, around the week of the twelfth or the weekend of the twelfth, smart. Chances are I won't be booked. So. You know, well, I got married on the twelfth, right? On December twelfth. Right. Mm-hmm. On the twelfth, okay. So said, of course, you got to get married on the twelfth now. No, you got to get married on the twelfth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, gang shit. Don't fuck the gang. gang don't shit, fuck your shit up, man. Hey, fuck the twelfth. <laughs> fuck the twelfth. <laughs> fuck twelfth. Fuck fuck 12. 12. <laughs> um, yeah. You ready so for the wedding? I am, man. You know, as we get closer, I'm, I'm probably the most excited I've been in my life. Like, I'm just super looking forward to everything that's gonna go down. Um, yeah. I got my hotel room, so I'm ready. You guys, you guys got the same room or separate? Nah, or? Why, would, why would we get the same room? Why <laughs> did you save money? Nah. Save money. Out this man's buying shoes. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. yeah, but I know his priorities. <laughs> I, I, know. I told you, rent not paying. Trust me. So you're not getting hotel room. No, of course I'm getting a hotel okay, room, but his I'm gonna own get my own. Room. Yeah, yeah. with his, oh, with his fiance. Yeah, man, what you mean? Okay. The wife yeah, and I got our room? own. I haven't gotten it yet, but I'll get. I'm gonna get yeah. it. The room, uh, right roommates are gone. Are they? The room, what you call it, the uh, group thing that you had was gone. Oh, oh, it got filled up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can ask them. Hey, I can see they can extend it. But actually, so yeah, when we because we looked and because I told wifey to book it, I said, hey, 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 here's the link. Book the room, right? Um, and she was like, she said. The room, the group rate that uh, the link they said they said there's no more rooms available. I said check it again. I said clear it out, refresh it, check it again. See if it. She's like, all right, cool. She because she did it on her phone, so she's like, I'm gonna check it on my laptop. Yeah. She's checking on her laptop, same thing. 
I said, whatever. But it attended, turned it out that when we got the regular rate, it was a little bit cheaper than the room rate. But I think that's just because it was I it think, was kind of last minute. I think um, hotel clubs. I think hotels do that just to make sure you have rooms for the wedding, mm-hmm. not so much a discount. Right. Mark so, it up. Right. No, no, I'm not making any money. I'm not making any money off this. I got rich friends. They'll pay for this hey, shit. Just give me a code. I'll take 20 a room. He's like, I didn't do the NFTs, okay? But yeah. hey. You get paid by, you the, you this you get paid by the door? Oh Charge niggas to get in. Oh, I'm dead. Is there anything you're worried about? I mean, you know, it's funny. The, one of my biggest concerns, I fixed it. Yesterday, um, I have a cousin oh. that you know. <laughs> it's always you know everyone's got it. Come on, everyone, every family. <laughs> I got a cousin who I know for a fact doesn't have anything nice to wear in his closet, and and just you know his life has just been a bit of a struggle. So he he's not in a position to come to just go out and buy something, right? right. So yesterday I took him to H nice. and M, and I spent two hundred dollars on an outfit for him: shoes, belt, like multiple socks, like two hundred H and M. You bought the whole thing. What you need, some Hey, just follow, follow me to Birmingham. Man, we go, got man. I gotta follow the color scheme. Man. We got a Zara over there. I'll do use. I'll do Zara for you. How about that? Let's go. That's my spot. You said take it to M and H. Um, so yeah, so I did that and, and I told him, we had a long talk just about con- conduct at, speaking of that, that's, that's something else funny I'm getting into, but conduct at the wedding and what to say, what not to say. Now, like, I, I hate to be the dude to tell you what to do, but I'm going to be the dude to tell you what to do at my wedding. Cause Cause I'll your shit. He's 30, but you would never think that. Because of Clearly, the situation. You tell this nigga how to speak and shit. So, um, so we all got somebody. No, that's what I'm saying. I, like, it's yeah. fine. But, but, um, so we had a long talk about conduct and all that. And I said, on top of just like me being selfish and not wanting you to stand out like a sore thumb in these wedding pictures, because I really think this is going to be a fly event. And I don't want you in skater shoes and fucking ripped jeans, you know, um, in the pictures. So, yeah, you can call me selfish for that. But on top of that, I said, when you have the opportunity to go for a job interview mm-hmm. or, or let's say you do have a nice place to go to or you, I don't know, you take a girl on a date. Like you have a nice suit. Like you yeah. can always go get it tailored. Make like, cause I mean, he still looks better than without the tailor, but get a tailor and set yourself up for success moving mm-hmm. forward. Cause sometimes all it takes is a haircut or a nice suit to like, or a nice outfit to get you moving. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, so I made it clear, like that's a part of, this whole thing. Um, so yeah, that was my biggest concern and everything else. I guess uh, Sam should be showing up. So I'm not really concerned about that. You will. Uh, <laughs> you get the pod. <laughs> you pull oh, right now? Oh, you at the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Hey, presentation uh, is half the battle, bro. Yeah, I used to just put is. my fucking uh, book reports in the little clear thing with the little side clip yeah, on it. Yeah. I ain't really do shit. I ain't write shit, but it looked good. Right, getting to see presentation one hundred percent. The um, what what's it called the the little um green uh parsley on the, parsley on oh, the edge yeah. of the plate exactly. like you can you can be at Denny's you get the little parsley like, oh, 
All right. Fancy. All right. Not bad. <laughs> Small portions, but a little bit of parsley on it. A little garnishment. Yeah. A little garnish. That's a, a little that's garnish. A, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, you guys are coming a day early uh, after rehearsal dinner to get a little bit of a turn up. They say that's the best part of the wedding is the night before. When everyone's I just will be there. Up. We got room for two days. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll get you the code to get in because it's, it's an access code to get into the property. Shit. Um, I'm not going to do it. All right. <laughs> Tell Joe his nigger friends are here. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> Mickey, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Mike. Didn't mean to do that to At you. least it took eight minutes to get here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what I was going to do, speaking of conduct, God bless Sack Noel. He said he looked up, because he's never been to an American wedding. The dude's been in, living in America for like three years. He's excited about going to his first American wedding, and he even Googled proper conduct at an American. Mind you, so this guy is born and raised in Spain. Yeah. So that's why this this is so funny that someone looked up how to conduct yourself in an American. Did wedding. he say if there was any difference between like? A wedding I, I don't know. I guess we'll ask him yeah. at the end of the night, right? Yeah. Like you know, have a conversation with him because I don't know if he's been to a wedding in Barcelona. Throws you in a chair, tries to carry you. <laughs> I, like, I, I, just I, hand I, him a bottle. Yeah. I'm just going to hand him like three shots and be like, "Yo, it's American customs. Right. You got to take these, right? Like this is your first one. This is what we do. Sauce. Right. <laughs> he made you a remix for your wedding gift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Oh man. Let's flip it. Put it up on. <laughs> put up on globalization. Shit. Get that money, baby. <laughs> Yeah, this is recorded. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know what else there is. I'm I'm just excited. So family slowly rolling in as we speak. Sam is picking up family from the airport. Oh, nice. Man. My house is going to be filled to the rim with people. We have the space for it, thankfully. But there's going to be people filled to the rim. <laughs> Sam goes on her girls' trip, bachelorette party this weekend, so I have the whole house to myself to get shit together. Um, Knock out a few more remixes. Um, <laughs> and then I got family coming in on Friday. So we're going to take them to the Nook. We're going to take them to the spot I was at in Topanga for the for the brunch. Yeah, you got a whole eating in a garden, ready, like, ready for the week. Yeah, man. man. And then my mom's got a shop for the rehearsal dinner and, and all that. She cooking? No. Oh, I know. Because I was right? about to say, right. oh, pulling up. I'm pulling up. <laughs> no, but she does have to get a bunch of stuff. Where well, She's going to go get a bunch of cookies for the dessert. Oh, okay. Wedding, mm. um, marshmallows. Shit, we got marshmallows. Make some s'mores. S'mores because they got the fire pits at the okay. end of the night. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. And sliders. We got sliders. But yeah, so moving on from that, Mickey, you're almost done. You got a week left in your your duties as a best man. Yeah, yeah. Well, the hard part's already been done. the hard part. You did the you did the bachelor party already. Yeah, that was probably the toughest part. Yeah. Uh, and then you know now it's just. Speech and whatever else you need me to do. Oh, that well, that that'd be tough because they say speech is uh, most people's uh, fear, biggest fear. Oh yeah, no. Oh, so, public speaking. Talk about you. Talk, talk about, about me. Joe. Let me tell you about this. It goes out no we center. Said, we we yeah, twenty, yeah, about, 20 plus years yeah. to put it. Yeah. Two minutes. We was there when Mickey, was when Mickey did the speech for Andy. Mm-hmm. We think we had a bet going on. Yeah, motherfuckers had an over under on me crying. No, he didn't cry until after. Wait, we were like, oh, so no, after the speech. Right? I think he like teared up a little bit like once like, the speech like was when, over. Yeah, when some mic was down. Yeah, and I was like, so it didn't qualify. Does that count? I was like, <laughs> I'm like, give me my money. Yeah, right? we like, <laughs> Wait, are, are, do you guys think you'll get tear, teary eyed at the wedding during the ceremony? My wife will for sure. Absolutely. Not I'm counting women. Uh, not counting women. Love women, uh, but not counting women. I don't think I'll cry, but 
It'll, yeah, it'll give be a little emotional. Well up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. emotional. Because that's your guy. That's yeah, your girl, right? Yeah. 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 I'm like, damn. Joe I love love, bro. I'm, I'm not yeah. a hater of love at all. Especially you know for you. Yeah. I, I you know I appreciate that. Um, oh, yeah, I need one of your fiancés or and wife to take care of my girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's rolling solo. Oh, oh I thought it was yeah, like yeah. one of like, your women. Hey, hey, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not. laughs> hey, 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 Nothing's off the table. It's all happening. Actually, I actually did get married. <laughs> Forgot this event. I what? got married this Saturday, this past Saturday, oh, in a Catholic church. Oh, yeah. In a Catholic oh, yeah, church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, big round of applause for Sam because she didn't come up in the cat like she she tried the Catholic thing young and then the Christian thing, and her parents were Christian, brothers big Christian. But it just wasn't for her. She has her reasons and she just didn't want to like, not like she was touched by a priest or anything, but it's, it's pretty serious why she didn't want to do that. And so big, big ups to her for um, doing that. Cause that's something my family wanted. Cause well, it's my family wanted a Catholic priest. Mm. Sam had a pastor. She kind of grew up with that. She wanted to officiate the wedding. And my mom wanted the Catholic, so it took Sam a lot to get her to do to get married in a Catholic church, mm-hmm. even though it was just like a ten minute thing. And you know, you can say, "What's the problem?" Like, look, everyone has their thing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, it may not be a thing to you, mm-hmm. to me, but and you got to respect that. So I wasn't gonna press her. I left. I was like, "Yo, I'm team sample. You know, whatever you want to do, I'm rolling with it." But. <coughs> month or two out she's like all right let's do it that's how you stayed out of getting in trouble trouble with moms <sighs> i don't want to get into it here, but gotta, bro gotta pick it was, with the women in your life it, it was mm-hmm. heavy and and it wasn't for me to say you need to do this you need to do that because right. i didn't say that till that to sam and for my mom i was just like look this is what she wants to do clearly i'm not as big of a catholic enough to force sam you know like i came i got my communion um, well, uh, the confirmation, like I came up super Catholic, raised super Catholic, but there was a disconnect as I got older. And even in the CCD classes, they were basically telling me, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, you're going to hell. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell a teenager that first of all, I'm a teenager. I'm going to rebel. <laughs> second, second, like, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Like that makes me think less of the religion. I know every religion has its thing, you know? Yeah. And then there's a whole belief on Oh, whatever. That can all go to a black hole. But so, so again, clearly it wasn't big enough for me to overturn Sam's thoughts on it. So, but you know, she rode out with it. And that's like the biggest thing of this whole wedding is like her doing that. So yeah, big ups to her. Yeah. Jenna's parents wanted us to get married in a church. Do it in a church. Same thing. They're Catholic. I'm like, I didn't want to get married in church, but I was like, like you said, I'm like, if that's what you want to do, I'm with it. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But she didn't want to do that. She was like, fuck no. I'm not getting married in no church. Yeah. She's a beach girl, so. Speak for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with all due you respect. You and I got to do that. <laughs> Say that with all due respect. Lord. You know? Yeah. But I don't want to get married in a church either. It's yeah. just, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I would have been cool yeah. getting there's married. More, if that's what she wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need a vibe. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I Yeah, and, and that's what we thought. We just like we just wanted a vibe. We wanted it to be what we wanted. We didn't yeah. want the impression of our family on us. Like y'all should do this, y'all should mm-hmm. do that. I know we should do whatever the fuck we want to do. Exactly. Just like you know, you guys. Yeah. Do. But hey, you know, 
We're looking forward to it, man. It's going to be fun. It's going to be lit. Because um, we got to double up because we didn't get to celebrate for my wedding. So we celebrating my wedding and your wedding. Yeah. So And DJ's anniversary is the night before. Oh, man. Oh, shit. shit. And our birthdays. Oh, yeah. Lord Jesus. We going to just combine it. <laughs> I'm going to be ass party. I'm going to carry me out, that oh, bitch. One more thing before we move away Vegas from this. Biggest relic. 60 back, minute. Baby. Schedule your Ubers in the morning. Uber? Uber. I'll be sleeping on the floor. <laughs> this is 10 minutes away. I'm walking. <laughs> Yo, there's going to be so many people crashed out on couches in the floor at this venue. And they told me, I don't, we don't care. Just leave us names. I'm like, oh, something tells me you might care if I leave the right. amount of people that I think are going to crash out. One more thing, though. I had a cousin. And I got this text. Another one, the same Another cousin. one, no oh, different. Shit. Another one. I got this text during the bachelor party. This one's fresh out of prison. Uh, you know which one is he coming? That's no. Who I, that's no. Who I was about. I was like, no, oh, not him. Man. Damn, the fact that you got multiple cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like, man, there's a side of my family that just took a wrong turn and has had a I was rough like, He's rough not coming because I need to talk to this nigga. Yeah, for real. He would be fun to talk to because, like, yo, so what you been doing in there? Because he was the he was the muscle in prison. <laughs> With all that being said, oh. he texts me saying, basically saying, yo, I'm so upset and sad that you didn't invite me to the wedding. You were like a brother growing up and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, for those, obviously you wouldn't know, but people don't know, like, this kid loved me and hated me because because I was like the role model yet at the same potential span. Um <laughs> I was a role model, but I was also the guy that bumped heads with him when we came very close to fighting a few times. And he was a teenager. <laughs> so so Feel he's like fresh out of man. prison for the second time. <laughs> and he sends his text. And I'm just like, look, man, like we're keeping the count low. And and you know. <laughs> but second. <sexual. laughs> <laughs> you hey shit. <laughs> no, because we are. And and I'm not gonna tell him. Look, man, you fucking you're fresh out. Word is you're doing X, Y, and shit to this person and that person, and your situation is still. Hey, man, I don't need an ex-con at my on my wedding. Just keep it one with him. No, honestly, if if I heard that he was just like killing it, doing well, not. You know, not killing people. <laughs> if I heard he was just on fire doing well, and I just heard a lot of bad things of him coming. Now, when he came out, things are good. Then I heard bad things. I'm like, all right, I don't know what's going on, and I just don't want it at the wedding. Oh, man. No um, disrespect to Sack Noel, please. <laughs> Talk about content. <laughs> oh, man. Sack Noel is definitely on brand. Clean. Convict, convict, conduct. All right. Uh, <laughs> wow. I knew there was something there. Um, so yeah, so I got that text, but uh, but I just had to tell him, like, look, man, just it is what it is. I don't know what to tell you. I haven't seen you. Like, there's a lot of family members and friends that I'm super close with that aren't getting an invite. You know, this is like a hundred person wedding. It's not a hundred seventy five, two hundred. Like, invite the whole world. So, right. and 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 my, you know, and I'm telling him like. When you get married, you'll understand when it comes to headcount. And and whoever hasn't been married, I didn't understand it before. Now that I've been married, you're paying, the per, person. You're paying per person. And then there's a lot. <laughs> and then the more people that come, then the other shit gets added. So yeah, make it but what you want. Sorry, I love you, but you know. Is there a signed CD? Did you assign CD? Yeah. Yeah, you two are at the same table. So, so. Just us oh, two. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, Julius. I think Alex. 
Oh. Jimmy, you're, oh, you're with boy. your family. Man, um, don't worry, Mickey. We'll swap somebody out. You come talk with us. Cause it's cool. I got the DJ City table. I got Sack and Red Foo at the DJ City table. I put them around their table. own kind. Somebody's trying to make a, a, a song. <laughs> I know. I'm bringing my laptop. You got feet on there for labels. Funny thing is, before food like quote unquote, before food quote unquote retired. Um, Sack had a song done with him, and oh. there was some adjustment that needs to be making it made in the vocal, and Fu never sent him the adjustment, so he that just song retired. just got scrapped. Yeah, it's gonna be a funny, yeah. funny little end. Oh man, this is gonna <laughs> be good. Gonna Where's be my song? Five right. years later, <laughs> Sack pulls up with the laptop. I know we can do it right here. <laughs> Don't be surprised. Yeah. But moving on, um, Mickey encountered some issues with his new laptop in Serato. And it, and it wasn't a software thing. It was a laptop thing. Yeah. Um, break I mean, that down for us. I just wanted to share this story because maybe it saved someone else's life. Because, you know, with uh, typical globalization uh, deadlines, I'm usually uh, waiting for the last second. And room deadlines. Room. Oh, yeah, that too. Still over. Booking your room. <laughs> hey, look. Landlord hasn't gotten the rent either, so. <laughs> yeah. Furlough, baby. We're all on the same page. We're all here. Mickey's timeline. Hey, we can't evict you right now. Mickey. <laughs> but, uh, no, so I just wanted to share this story because it was funny. Um, and um, it's, a, I guess it's a, you got to enable some stuff. So uh, I got Big Sore, uh, or Sir, um, on my laptop. Um, I had just bought a brand new laptop because, my recent one, which I think you have the touch bar one, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you have any like overheating problems with your battery? Yo, that's what happened to me on um <clears throat> when I did my stream for Snapback. Remember I was telling you guys the story yeah. how it cut off? I it was because it was overheating. Yeah. And it was just so what I did is just switch the graphics card over so it only stays designated to one graphics card. So that helped me out a lot. Um, as far as like not letting allowing it to overheat and because you know it, it has dual uh, graphics cards. What else is it? What's the other side controlling in the graphics card? What do you mean? Like basically, it's it's. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but you know they have a graphics card which which is for your high res, uh, resolution oh, okay. shit that you know you would use whether that's Serato or whatever or apps that you use, or, Photoshop or whatever. Yeah. And then when you're using anything else like I don't know fucking Word or anything like that, they'll leave it on that. So it yeah. swaps back and forth or whatever. And when one is not acting right, they'll switch it to the other one. But that one is not uh, designed to handle that shit. So that's when you get all the glitches and shit. Like that's why I was getting all the yeah. glitches in my on um, my screen or whatever. But yeah, because I, I work. I mean, my laptop. I put it to work, and it's funny because so I was having mad issues with it, and I was like, man, with COVID and like, or you know, the the end of COVID or whatever. I was like, how can I? Um, I can't afford to like not have a laptop for a couple days, if not weeks. Yeah. Right yeah. now. So instead I just went on, you know, um the Apple store. And since I got an Apple card, um, there's no uh interest payments on any Apple products. Oh yeah, that's right. And, and you get a three percent um cashback. Cashback on it. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. Like I've been buying all these Apple products on on this whole thing. So I was like I'll just get a new laptop and then trade in this one and then they can figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so, so I went and got a new laptop and um, I get it set up. It, it basically transferred everything over to, mm -hmm. to the new one. No problem there. It just took fucking five hours, six hours to transfer oh, over all the data. Um, but then 
I hadn't even touched my DJ profile, you know, like I have everything separated. So I go to my DJ profile, which is separate from Photoshop, like that, that username. Mm-hmm. And then I went in there, I opened uh Serato, whatever pro DJ. And then I'm plugging in my SRT and it's not working. And I was like, huh? But I remembered I was on the beta most recent beta, and then they had updated. So I go and update it. I'm thinking, cool. All right, cool. Now I'm good to go. Then it like pops up, like it can play, and then. Oh, oh. guys. Oh, you're all right. So I go and try to get going, and then it just like pops up and goes away. It pops up and goes away, and I'm trying to like plug it in. I'm like, oh, let me just reset everything. Didn't work. So it turns out, you got to go to your system preferences, and then you got to go into your privacy settings. Mm. And then the privacy settings, sometimes when you set up a new app, you got to give it access to to everything, right? (laughs) Like whether it's like audio or whatever. So apparently you got to give access to Serato through the back end. And then that's how it connects to the interface or whatever, just so like you approved for it to get through. Yeah. And so you said that's a that's an operating system thing, Big Sur, or I think that's just a, a like a general like laptop thing. When you get like Sounds a new like laptop, mm, like yeah. you got to give access to certain applications. Well, yeah, I know that aspect of it. Like yeah. I've gotten access to do that on certain applications, but never with Serato. That's what I'm I think. I the reason I was confused the most is because <laughs> when I when I had um, updated my Serato. Mm-hmm. And then I had updated it, and then I automatically got fed this, like, oh, your driver is out of date. So automatically, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, oh, I just got to update the driver. So I updated the driver. So after I update the driver, updated Serato, mm-hmm. and I'm still not getting through. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then uh, I realized you have to go to the, the settings. And so anyway... I'm, all I'm saying is, and this story could hopefully save you. Guys yeah, absolutely. An, an hour, like you it, have the the yeah. touch bar on your on your new laptop. Yeah, they yes. separated the escape key and the the power key now no. on the new one. Turn your. I usually uh, good advice is if whenever you're using Serato, turn your touch bar off. Oh no, I have yeah, I have that off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I turn my, my. I keep my because my producer laptop and my DJ laptop are two ones. Yeah. So on my DJ laptop, I don't even use the touch bar on that shit. It's just the F keys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like the way mine is set up is um my regular Photoshop work like profile. Yeah. That'll have the touch bar enabled. And then I have the other profile. Once I go into that profile, um, it automatically just turns everything turns off. Turns everything off. Nice. Yeah, it nice. goes into like F keys and things like that. Who even uses F keys? I use them. That's how you swap through uh internal and uh relative mode and um you still and swap through internal and relative mode? Yeah, yeah internal. Mm. I don't remember the last, <laughs> last time I saw a needle. <laughs> well, man, you still use it with the... Well, with the new Serato, with the new phases, because I use my phases all the oh, time. Phases, yeah. Um, with Serato, you don't need uh, the, the new update. You don't need your RCAs anymore. So you know how... You guys have phases? You have phases no, right? I don't. You have phases? So before you had to hook up the little, um, the little box, the hardware yeah. box... Up to your mixer with the RCAs to each yeah. channel. It'd be like hooking up the turntables yeah, yeah. or the CDJs or whatever. So if you're using turntables, obviously, you know, they're plugged in phono. Yeah. You would plug the um, <clears throat> the uh, phase box into uh, CD or line. Mm. And then that's how it would read or whatever. Now, the new update, you don't need the RCAs. You just plug it directly into your laptop. Nice. So all you have to do is just plug it into your laptop and it'll read. Um But with the new Serato, you need the new, the updated Serato uh, version of Serato mm-hmm. to use it. And now it's 
So you know, it's, it used to be absolute, relative, and then internal. Yeah. So now it's absolute, relative, wireless, internal, and you have to put it in wireless in order to use your phases with it. Yeah. Um, it's dope. I've been using it for a while. I had them um, use it on yeah, it on Sunday <clears throat> when we were doing a little thing for my sister for her birthday, and it was dope. Like, and literally, the dope thing about it is now everyone can use it. So we had three DJs. And everyone used one pair of phases. And I, all I had to do was just unplug it and then plug it into uh, his laptop whenever Sean was DJing. So it was dope, man. I, I, I Seamless. It was clean. They lasted for hours. They did. It yeah. tells you the percentage, the battery percentage um, right there on Serato. And we were DJing for over four hours. And I don't even think that thing, it got to 88%. I still was at 88% yeah. on one of them. And the other one was at like 92 yeah. So I was like, damn, four hours, and I don't barely like use them. So I'm like, man, I know these shits could last a long time. So four percent difference because that's the one you scratched the most on. I think it's because the one I had. Uh, I think it's the one I just had. I didn't have on the on the charger um, as long as the other one did. So yeah, that's the one. It was actually the opposite one that I scratched with. All right, um, Serato, baby. Some phases here to stay. Phases. Them shit so, is fire. No lag. I'm I gotta get them. Yeah, they're right. accurate, man. Well, how fast are you chirping? I would. Yeah, you know, I ain't scratching <laughs> shit. I ain't scratching <laughs> shit but my head when I'm looking for a song to play. He said no like like he's revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Triple click. <laughs> my wife was using them and she was like, babe, the faces have a lag on it. I said, no, your hand has a lag in it. <laughs> I said, she said, what? I said, I said, let me see this. I said, I said, I said, I don't see no lag. Just like, I said, you just gotta adjust to it. It's like white men can't jump. Yeah, he's like, is that ten feet? Ten feet jumps up there. Yep, ten feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, um, man. Speaking of triple clicks, um, the whole DJ community, not the whole, some of the DJ community's up in arms about Paris Hilton's latest uh, tweet, or not tweet, but she was on Jenny McCarthy's uh, what appears to be a podcast, podcast, or it's on SiriusXM. Shout out to SiriusXM. And this one-minute clip just didn't sit well with DJs, and I'll play it right here. See if we can get this. That's amazing. Yes. Now, is that the going rate for big DJs? No, not everyone. But I add more to a party than just DJing. Like, I DJ, but I also will go and entertain all the guests. I'll take selfies with everyone. I'll really promote the hell out of whatever venue it is. That's and make hot. It and sure. whatever country I'm in. So it's worth the investment for them. How do you bring it up? I mean, how do you get, like, is it the music or do you get out there and dance or? I just walk in and as soon as I walk in, everyone's People go screaming crazy. and then I just Bam. play I like six sets and I get up on the DJ booth and start singing and people just go nuts and you do all the like mixing yourself yeah of course oh my god i studied for six, so fascinating hours, with six this. hours a day which is six hours a day business and learned everything the best months. the best no. teacher I'm six hours you don't a have day your own record label i do Aris of Records. course you do <laughs> she ain't got money back yo though i'm trying to get signed you gonna get signed to paris hilton hell uh, yeah. label hell yeah Aris all right <laughs> djs how we feeling about that hey man listen i i can no longer i can no longer be uh, upset about these celebrity DJs anymore, man, because it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
But she said, I do more than DJ. Obviously, because you're a celebrity. You have the following. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Roddy Rich, Snoop Dogg, or excuse me, I said Roddy Rich. Snoop Dogg is a DJ now. He walks in, everybody's like, oh shit, like Snoop Dogg. I didn't give a fuck about you DJing. Yeah. You Snoop Dogg. Same thing with Wiz Khalifa. Like, he's DJing now. All these celebrities, they don't give a shit about you DJing. You're, you're selling the name. You don't have no real DJ experience. And remember, it was a couple of years ago when she first came on the scene about DJing? Yeah. She was playing pre-made, um, mixes. pre-recorded mixes, yeah. pretending like she was DJing up there. And I'm like, yeah, Afrojack was doing them, right? Uh, oh, was it Afrojack? Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Allegedly. yeah, yeah. They, they were dating at <laughs> one point. So, I mean, it is what it is. Paris, go get your money, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't mad at you. Because none of us in this room is doing the parties that she's DJing at anyway. So, yeah. you ain't taking money out of my pan. <laughs> yeah. She's just an entertainer. <laughs> and she's going to do what she's going to do. You know, shout out to Beat Breaker. That's that's his her homie. Yeah, yeah, you he know? does. So, he does her parties. And so, I guess when she's not behind, when the she's ex, not DJing, does she <laughs> yeah. come and do a set? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he has a. I'm sure he has a crate ready for her. I think Paris Hilton's like not high on the totem pole when it comes to DJ problems. There's a lot of other bigger problems, and I think that's one of the things where like, if you're talking about who's like maximizing or taking advantage, like I don't think. Respectfully, anybody in our circles fighting for her gig. Now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, y'all need to respect Paris. Put some respect on her name. She's an OG in this game. She's been DJing game? and DJing. Stop. She's it. been DJing since 2011. Okay. That's 10 years of work, bro. Yeah, it has been 10 years. That's she's an OG. Hey, y'all don't want to hear, but she's an OG. At me. She hasn't gotten better, but the technology's gotten better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, so you heard her set. So you heard her. You heard her set. Look, I think we're taking steps back if we're pulling Paris Hilton clips to comment. <laughs> DJs, come on, man. We got to move past Paris. There's a, a lot of other things going on in the world. There's a lot of a positive things to talk about because DJing's back. The so. country is opening up, baby. Mm. Yeah, shit. DJs are just DJing. That's what they're doing. Complaining. That's what's going on here. Yeah. Why do so, why do why do alone. DJs do that? Why do we like to complain about shit? Do we because it's we feel like it's unfair that they get to do all because these high end it, these it, high class uh, it generates engagement on, on the socials. I guess so. I that's think, what it's, that's what yeah, it is. I think, it's, and it's being relatable. Hating is. I think it's a trend. It, it's but, a in thing the DJ, but in the yeah. DJ world, like there seems to be a lot of hatred. Yeah. A lot or, for what or. Um, there's a lot of ego. There's a lot of um, criticism. There's a lot of opinions. Like there's there's a handful that don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You know, it's not a lot. And so, I think it. I mean, I, I was gonna say I think it's because it's one of those categories where um, time, dedication, and skill set doesn't reflect <coughs> success. The same way, but that could be said about fucking a lot of things. A lot of things. And that's so I want to ask, do you guys think because of all the, all this all this quote unquote hate and all the shit that's going on in the DJ world right now, do you think at some point soon in the near future that we're that we're gonna get to a point where we have to put skills at the back to the forefront of things? Like, yo, if you're not skillful, if you didn't put the time and dedication into this craft, it's going to show. And we're going to respect that. Because we said the same thing about... we. Well, when I say we, I was talking in my barbershop and we were talking about music in general, especially rap music. Yep. Like back in the 90s, you were only you only got a record deal if you were dope. 
Yeah. It didn't matter about anything else. It didn't matter about your style. It didn't matter about if you, what you call it, if you were a dope rapper, you, about what you call it, in the 90s, mm. in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, you didn't get unless you were a dope rapper, right? And, but then and, obviously, or you were being groomed. Or you were being groomed. You're but part you were of being, a squad exactly. and you were being groomed. So, but then obviously it ventured off into like the you know late 90s, early 2000s, where if you had a gimmick, quote unquote a gimmick, you were put to the forefront because yeah. now it's it's about entertainment. You know what I mean? Like who who is entertaining the 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 masses right now as opposed yeah. to being like the skills are cool, but you kind of always have those it? guys that have gimmicks, like a few people, but not many. And but to to your point too, I think what you were missing in there is just gatekeepers. That was the biggest difference. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think DJ and there's no gatekeepers. Yeah, and I think that because of now. We're getting to the point where everyone is saying, oh, I can't listen to this new rap music anymore. Like, I hear that shit more and more every day. Like, I can't hear this shit anymore. Like, where's the where's the lyricists at? Who, where, where's all these cats? All right, cool. Now we're going to start bringing the cats that are, quote unquote, skillful in this industry back to the forefront. Do we feel like DJing is going to get to that point? Or is it going to continue following this trend that it's on now? In the day, it's entertainment. And the people will pay more money for the more popular DJs or the more popular situations. And God bless the DJ if they have skills. I mean, who wouldn't want to see Four Colors Act make 20K in a night? And it, and Because you know there's big skills behind that. Mm-hmm. And you would say he deserves that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not to say that the 20K DJ without skills doesn't deserve it, but you want to champion those guys that put the work in. Yeah, 100%. But, but, you know, there. I think there are some people that realize the further I get away from focusing on the skills and impressing a crowd with my clicks and flares and whatever, and the more I focus on the business side, my money goes up, my opportunities go up. My I'm somewhere in that I become more connected and more relatable to what the bookers want or the bookers. Um, because a part of getting into these clubs is talking to the bookers and the more you don't sound like a DJ in a conversation, the more you sound like a businessman, You are con- you, the bookers can connect with you. So that's why going back to the question, it's, it's going to be a great bonus to have the skills and make 5K in a night or whatever. But I don't, but I don't think it's ever going to come back like it's like a wave, like, like AM or, you know what I mean? Yeah. What, the, the big, the beauty of AM was, and I talked to Clutch about this, um, if you couldn't get AM, you wanted someone like AM. So you went after Clutch. You went after Vice. You went you went after those guys because they gave you the scratches and the unique um tracks and the and the mashups and all that. Because AM was that dude. There's not a dude anymore yeah. in this game. Like there are guys that we have high regard for, guys that we say think are the best or are doing the best, but there's not that anymore. So it's gonna be rare for a promoter. Or a club owner say, "I want that sound. I mm. want those skills." Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just say that's a, that just speaks volume on AM, right? Like we're still talking about him, mm. you know, however many years later after he's been gone. And like, I think with him, it was just he was the perfect storm. Like he had the social skills, he perfect had storm indeed. The network, he had yeah. the celeb the, status. The, yeah, the yeah, everything. He just had DJing everything. was becoming a rock star thing yeah. at the time, which was. Mostly because of him, of course. Yeah, for sure. Speaking on your comment about hip hop, bro, if I play rap caviar, I get a headache. Yo, it's gotten 
bad, bro. Like, like I'm just like, what the fuck? As a DJ, I don't even know half the songs on that shit, bro. <laughs> like headache. It's it's it, and and that's what we were talking about. They're we selling were selling like, spots, bro. There's they, no and that's way. what I. That's exactly what I no said. Way. I said, yo, they're selling these spots to get on Rap Caviar because they know. If someone was being like, yo, what's the popular hip hop right now? That's the first playlist there you go, majority of people are going to yeah, no is more. the Spotify <laughs> rap caviar. And I'm like, bro, I mean, like, I do that shit when I got a Money spin Back for Yo like, got some joints on there? Yeah, he do. I got to listen I mean, to the album shot to, on the way up. I, I started <laughs> you know, listening. Just, Money Back Yo, I like Money Back. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I personally like Money Back I like Yo. Money Back I like cats well. like Money Back yeah. Yo, Klee Glock, Young Dolph. Um, but some of the new cats, I'm like, like the Polo G's, the Pooh Shiesty's, like, I'm just, I don't like, Not there yet. I'm not, yeah, I'm just it. like, I, I mean, and again, it could be because we're getting older and our air is, whatever you want to call it, maturing or whatever yes. it is. It's just, I, I guess I can say, I just don't relate with what they're talking about and a lot mm-hmm. of their shit. And I mean, again, I don't relate with some of the shit that Moneybag is talking about or Young Dolph, but I guess because they're older cats and yeah. their presence on a track mm-hmm. I can I can feel that and I can relate with that shit. But Moneybag Yo sounds like that OG. That OG, yo, in that like shit. it's crazy. That's that song Shata that he put a video out for. It. That mm. song's fire. I love that song. You know what I mean? And that's one of the songs that's on Rap Caviar. And I'm like, cool. At least these cats yeah. that I feel like should be getting some acknowledgement are getting that. Yeah. Um, but these other dudes, like like Mickey was saying, it's just I, you can't get through it. It's like the first couple of tracks. Yo, and yeah, like, I, just, I don't know who listens to Young Boy NBA. I don't. Yeah, I don't know anyone. What's Brigham listening to? He ain't listening to Young Boy. <laughs> you putting you on any music yet? No, not at all. No, nah, he's too young. Not, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, yeah. I'm putting he's in video games still, right yeah. now. Bro. I mean, he lo- he loves Latin music. Loves Latin music. That's good. So, yeah. yeah. All right. We'll see, man. She want to ride in the Rover, but I told her her Uber is closer. Shout out to Moneybag, yo. Mm, talk to him. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, whoa. whoa. Can't say that to my off. wife. <laughs> not my wife. Oh, man. Um... You know what's funny? No, it's not funny, but random. I still haven't seen that AM documentary. Oh, what? On Netflix, I was literally yeah. just really? thinking about it. Yeah. Um, about it. And in a part of that, when it was hot, so so when it first came out, all you guys went to the theater, right? Dude, you dude, saw it with all, the, the community, theater, yeah. the DJ community. You didn't go? I didn't go. Oh. I remember you telling me about Vice and um, A-Track, A-Track were there. They yeah, spun they after. Spun and everything. But I didn't go because um, it was a sensitive situation for my house at the time and and glad you know thankfully we've moved on but the club my house no my my like personal literally house, your house. Yeah. like the club been gone yeah, yeah. no it was gone <laughs> yeah but am was a resident at that club right um so sam's best friend um oh, yeah. was on the flight was on the private jet oh. the private jet mm. that um you know one guy didn't make it right like that was sam's friend um chris um and and she's still very close to I think her his um family his wife or yeah his wife at the time was is in the wedding party um so and so I got into a conversation about AM with Sam and at the time it felt like she was blaming AM for Chris's death she used to go to his grave with the Corona bottle and just like make a whole thing of it once, you know, on the anniversary. Was AM flying the plane? No, but it was AM's decision to like, cause I get, I don't remember if there was something wrong, something was going on and AM was like, no, we got to do this. Or if AM was just saying, we need to just go do this. And then that happened. But I, I'm sure she's moved on. So at the time, 
I just didn't want to say, yo, I'm going to go watch this AM thing with all these guys. And, and so I just, it's just always been on the back burner and I never, and then I brought it up to her sometime within the last year. She's like, oh yeah, you, I'm surprised you haven't seen that yet. So testing the waters, you know, it's like, all right, mm. seems like she's over it. And Wait till you, after you married, then go watch it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now I just don't create time to watch shit. So might be another year. Mm. Um, moving on from that, um, I threw this in late. You guys hip to Resort World in Vegas? I am not. No. I've seen some friends um, get a job there. Yeah. A lot of friends. What yeah. is Resort World? Resort World is the new casino resort um, in Vegas. And it's, it's at on the, the strip? It's at the across end, right across oh, yeah. behind Wynn. We yeah. had seen that building. Mm-hmm. Well, it used to be a Stardust. Mm-hmm. And then they send, and the company started building something, and then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. So it was just, you know. I think Wynn owned that property. Mm. Um, up until a certain point, like the land. The land was purchased, and I did the wiki on it. The land was because I wanted to know what it was. You remember that? You know that building with all the blue windows out in the yonders on the strip, off the strip, and it's been sitting there for like fifteen years. The I, way is I was told it was a fountain blue. Yeah, it was a fountain blue. That just didn't go finished because they lost because they the funding stopped yeah mm. so i was wondering if it was that but it was not so i no. i did a deep dive and apparently this property was purchased they knocked down the stardust and it was purchased in 2006 or whatever the wind sued resort world because the way they were building it looked exactly like the wind yeah. so the wind one they had to make some alterations and um so yeah it's the new toy on vegas there hasn't been a new resort in Vegas since 2010, Cosmopolitan. And they have a club in there called Zook. And the two residents just announced within the last two weeks, it's Tiesto and Zed. Of course. I'm, I'm, I think it's a big room. I don't, I don't remember going back looking and seeing, but I'm pretty sure it's a big room space. And so I just keep asking myself, will this work in Vegas? It's at the end of the strip. But the end of the strip does have the wind and the Palazzo and Venetian. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's brand new. You, I, I think it's hard to compare how well it will do because to to like Hakkasan or Omnia, because um, those clubs were built inside of established casinos, not the most. Like when you think it's expensive in Vegas, you think Cosmopolitan, the Win, right? Mm-hmm. You're not thinking um, Caesars or New York, New York. Well, no, the, it's not in New York. You're not thinking Caesars or MGM. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I use those as examples because that's where Omni and Hakkasan exist right now. Marquee and um, Excess were built in brand new hotels with uh, uh, upper echelon of spenders. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if this, what the longevity of this place is, because if you have a major, if you have a big room today in Vegas, there's so much noise out there. You, who else are you going to book besides Tiesto and Zed? I'm not saying it's possible to fill it up every night. You're open. Is Tiesto oh. still that guy? Uh. Yeah. For for the European big spenders and the and the hot girls, like the the older hot girls. I mean, he's still he's still releasing. You're still, say the older still, hot girl. He's still but releasing. Still, if he's we're still talking re- about spending money and yeah, filling and up, he's a still club, releasing tracks that are on top Billboard charts. So no, he's yeah. he's evolved. Like he's got the tie, song with Ty Dolla. Like every month, oh, there's something like that. Remix that shit. He's got a song with oh, wait, not Gunna. Down? He's got a song with Gunna or really? Lil Baby. Oh, sure. Up tempo shit. Like no 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 I'm sorry. I'm that's, thinking that's Marshmallow would be that's the one to to be the one out here. Yeah, Mar- shit like but that. here's the thing: Bring when you when you book too. guys like Marshmallow, 
This was the issue with Skrillex at, at Excess when hmm. Skrillex first, first started doing Excess. GA filled up. Tables didn't give a shit. Mm. So the bottle girl, the bottle girls would tell me that they weren't exactly making money on Skrillex nights, even though you think, ooh, Skrillex. So cracking in there. But when they had the the big names, like the super EDM guys, like the Calvins, even though Calvin I know is at Hakkasan, but, but when you had those guys or even Diplo, people come out, came out and bought tables mm. for that. So I think they'll sell tables for TSO and Zed. Who else are you booking? Because you probably can't get Calvin, probably can't get Diplo. So, you know, who else are you going to get? That's, and I'm sure the club's going to do well for years to come. But we've seen recently see the uh, what you call come Chaos. and go. And that's a big space to fill. But it was also in a, an older. You know, I mean, venue. they went ham on their budget. And that's what I'm saying. You got to bring in like a bad money, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I I haven't seen the space. I haven't seen how big it is. I haven't seen, you know, what it's going to look like. I do see their strategic hires with like who they're bringing on board for certain stuff. Um, but you know, that's like, you know, all you got to do is offer more money. Like, yeah. On, when it comes to the strip, you know, I think a lot of the people that went to Chaos have recovered since then. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, you know, Vegas is still kind of. Trying to get back to its normal. Mm-hmm. Trying to get the amateurs out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll be at 100% soon, right? Mm. Yeah. If they're not already. Yeah. What What's next for these bookers? Because I think the evolution of booking talent in clubs in Vegas was book the hottest DJs. And then it was, okay, bring in the EDM guys. And then Dre's took it to the next level, have a live performance. You brought The weekend. You brought anybody who had a band, any artist who had a band. Yeah, live concerts. Live Wait, concerts. Drake, Drake signed a residency, didn't he? At he the win. At the win. Yeah. So that's supposed that's, to be starting, right? Yeah. Um, and that's not a band. That's just Drake and a mic and a DJ. Um, so, so. I'm not even his And DJ. now Resort World is like, <laughs> what'd you say? I said not, not even, even his DJ. DJ. Like, you, yeah. you, you got just incredible and yeah. you already covered in the tab. Uh um, so it's like, what you you think Vegas has to continue to go bigger and bigger, and bigger if they're going to do these big rooms? Like, what's next? Like, you have to. I would assume you have to go after a Bad Bunny or someone like that. But again, it's the newest club and venue on the strip, so it'll probably do well, it's probably well. do well just because of that. Yeah. Or Jay Balvin. Or yeah, yeah. No, that's a crazy budget for sure. Shout um, out to. Um, I wanted to give Angie V her flowers. She was. Uh, she's in the EBC lineup. She is Encore mm. Beach Club. Oh, yeah. so good for her. Big ups to her. Seeing, uh, we were all kind of wondering what would happen, and so that's dope. Yeah, and, uh, Angie Watch. Angie Watch. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then I think big shout out to the Tau Group. Uh, they acquired Hakkasan. Oh yeah, oh, we didn't nice. put that. We in didn't the put notes. that in there. That but as big. we were discussing it, and you brought up Hakkasan, Tau Whoa. Group now merges with. With Hakkasan and it's quite the power move. The Madison Square Garden, who who um, owns Tao Group, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess they're the big purchasers. But Tao Group is, I guess, overseen it. I don't know. I'm sure it's set up like an umbrella. But yeah, like Tao Group, this is your lane. You handle this shit. Right? I'm sure, like whatever the Madison Group is, like just an investor. But yeah. like, it seems like Tao Group still has a. Pretty good hand because the announcement wasn't like oh MSG acquires or anything like that. It's it was literally Tau Group um, was it Jason Strauss and Noah Petenberg yeah. uh, with the the guy from Hakkasan uh, as the announcement. So yeah. big moves, 
Yeah. Um, and if there's anyone that can keep a club succeeding, it's Tau Group. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah, they've been creative the whole time. So. <clears throat> well, Shout out to them. Creative and withstanding all and weathering all the storms from the yeah. EDM to the the overabundance of clubs and pool parties and just there's just like I said there's a lot of noise in Vegas and Tau Group has managed to maneuver and you know they're not letting up so it's dope to see those guys do what they're doing. Um, Shock G passed away right after we recorded our last pause. And if you guys haven't figured it out yet, we're recording once every other week now. So you're getting two episodes a month instead of four months. So we didn't really, we didn't announce that, but that's going to be the formula moving forward. Um, and, uh, anybody hit you guys up? No, no, no. Well, give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. Well, yeah. And this is why, we, and this is why we put our energy more into the, Projects that are bringing money to the table or more money to the table as opposed to just being relevant on social media. We got gunshots uploaded to this uh, cast. <laughs> no. No. Right. no, and that's no, I don't I don't take that as shots to anybody. Um but um but no, I think this is a good example of putting your time and energy into what what's bringing setting you up for longevity and bringing money to the table at the time, right? Because we all got side projects going on, and aside from doing this for an hour and a half or whatever we do, <clears throat> and then those on the back end of it who are, who are, you know, editing and doing all that, like that's hours of work that we can be putting into something else. So he just subbed you. You were talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> you got to edit the shit too. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's more about me, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so so yeah, that's that's the formula from now on. Every other week, you'll get an uh, an episode, and you really don't want to hear us once a week. Let's be honest, we don't. You don't want to hear us force conversation once a week. Um, but yeah, back to Shock G. Um, well, I, I I hate when people die, but I'm always curious to know your perspective growing up on the East Coast because I did not grow up on the East Coast. Yeah, I mean, of course. Well, what was Shock G? To, to aside from you, Humpty. Yeah, but to be honest with you, me personally, I didn't I didn't know much about Shock G until I got older. Sure. Um, you know what I mean, and understanding his involvement with, you know, digital underground and and whatnot and shit like that. So it's again, we lost another legend. It seems like it's every other week, every week, every other week that we're losing somebody that has yeah. had a huge impact in this industry. And it's unfortunate, man. You know what I mean. Regardless of what the uh, the reasons of why they have passed, but it's unfortunate. It's not. It's not always. It's not. It's never an easy thing for us to be like, oh, we lost another one. Let's keep it pushing. It's just. It really. It really just. We we say it every we say it every week. I feel like or every fucking day, pretty much. But like, yo, give these people their flowers while they can still smell it. Like you know what I mean? Because yeah. if this shit don't show you that that's what you need to do, man, I don't know what will. Mm. Yeah, mm. love you guys, man. Hey, See? love you guys. Yeah. It's gonna go. be. It's gonna. I, I, I am can't seeing, wait till your wedding, man. You guys have done a great job. Man, I am seeing appreciate um, like so and so appreciation tweet because they're still alive and like I'm seeing that on on Twitter, which is cool. Nothing's happened to them. Nothing's wrong with them. It's just showing appreciation. And that's and that's what I'm saying. It's dope. And then we were because what we were talking about earlier with all this hate in the DJ world, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean, like. 
it, it literally like turn that, t- that hate tweet into an appreciation. Yeah, tweet, that you could turn around and just be like, yo, if you don't like something, just don't say shit. Fuck it, man. Just keep scroll past it or don't yeah, say shit. Yeah. This it's all it's that simple. Like hey, there's no reason for you to put more hate out in the world. Side sidebar, back to that hate. I'm glad you brought that up. But what I've noticed is the DJs that are getting money, money aren't saying shit on say Twitter. They are quiet on Twitter unless they're quiet. pushing something or they got something fun to say. But they ain't saying shit. But the guys that are like not exactly struggling, but you know, getting local rates and not exactly making the most of what they can, like those are the ones that have the most to say. And it's almost like it's like low hanging fruit. Um, mm. Let me say something to be on to be heard and seen. Even no matter what it is, just just say something, because I feel like you're catering to sure your peers, who are right there with you, but you're you're not exactly connecting with the people that are doing the big money opportunities, the big money situations, and you're probably not exactly connecting with the big money DJs that are um, shutting up on Twitter and putting their and I think it's just more about putting your energy into something else. That's gonna bring more money to the table as opposed to uh, let me see what my friends think or let me just say this to connect with them. So, but uh, any else say that? No, no. I just think okay. typically the people that are contributing the least are always talking the most. The most, yeah. <laughs> um, Put back to Shock G. Um, Sean, did you have a connection with Shock G in any way? No, I, I, I loved Humpty Dance. Yeah, yeah. right on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got busy in the Burger King bathroom. You know what I'm saying you did. But have you ever no, got busy no, in the Burger no, King bathroom? No. I'm a McDonald's guy anyway. So. <laughs> I've always wanted to do it just because of that song. Right. Just because of that right. song. Who did it, right? <laughs> yeah. Who did it? You ever try to tickle a girl? What? Do you like your oatmeal lumpy? <laughs> Yo, y'all don't stop asking this fucking <laughs> question. <laughs> did you ever have a fat girl tickle you? <laughs> did it ever stop you from getting busy? <laughs> no. Ah, uh, that's why he's a freak. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Rest in peace, Shock G, man. We lost, yeah. we lost um, another one. Mickey? Right Connection? No, same song. Uh, it's production with Tupac. Yeah, you know, it's contributions to the world. I think um, what was dope to see um, upon his passing was a lot of his interviews coming to light and He's some of the bars. yeah, some of the gems yeah. he was really kicking back then. And so it's it sucks because you know as um, I, I mean I guess you we're all internet babies, right? Because we like we all went we we all did the dial up internet. We all oh, got yeah, the yeah. 500 hours on AOL. Bro. So like we, um, you know, I think we we had our resources. We had our LimeWire. We had our Napsters. But like it w- there's only so much information you could soak in sometimes. And you didn't really know what you were looking for. Like the way I, you know, I think we search now probably as we got older is like we want to get educated more, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. and so I wish I had ran into a lot of those conversations earlier on because his perspective and his way to yeah it was real dope it was a very uh great mind yeah knowledge is power yeah yeah i had a connection growing up because think thanks to my brothers um they would brian would play sex packet the the album mm. a lot and so i became familiar familiar with that sound early and um and he was the evolution of funk like I saw a tweet by Bootsy Collins saying mm-hmm. talking about how we evolved the, the sound. I thought it was dope seeing a tweet by Ice Cube saying that um, Humpty Dance, that beat was like nothing they had heard before. And it was so dope. He took it, literally took it and put it on Jackin' for Beats, mm-hmm. you know? 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and I thought about mm-hmm. that time when Ice Cube was coming up with NWA and, and a little bit after, hip hop was so serious. And then you look at Shock G and this guy is dressed like a goofball mm-hmm. and made it work like mm-hmm. fly. And when I, would, when I see Shock G, I think of Red Foo. Mm. Like the hair, yeah. light skin, just a big, they, it's just an entertainer. All I see is an entertainer. Right. So I hit up Foo and I asked him if there was some connection about his inspiration between the whole Red Foo thing. And Shock G said, not so much Shock G, but the Party Rock crew was evolved because of Digital Underground. Because everywhere you looked, they were they rolled as a like a party crew. It wasn't mm-hmm. a band. It was a band, but it was more of a party crew than anything else. I think about the movie, um, nothing. I think nothing but trouble when Tupac wore in the Yankee jersey. I used to watch. I must have watched the movie a hundred times because it was always on HBO growing up, and um, and it was just a big party crew in that scene. So like the evolution of party rock came from like. Digital Underground and that whole party crew thing. But yeah, um, he does have a song called Danger Zone. No connection with me, just a coincidence. Um, but yeah, man, rest in peace, Shock G. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, moving on to another light skin, brother. J. Cole, mm. album anticipation. Mm. We, I'm ready. We, mm. we ready? We this is a ready. serious album. It's not just like a man. little four pack. You know? Hey. Listen, high expectations. High expectations. High. Yeah. Especially high. because he said this is years in the making. Years. Oh, nigga, you just set the bar extremely high. And right. that cover art? Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. I need uh, nothing but that, fire. I need nothing but fire. To, start you, to finish. Do you yeah. think that's that's a metaphor for growing up, getting out of the whole like basketball? Somebody tweeted it's and, the end of an era. And I, yeah. I, well, yeah, I, yeah anytime I see you see something on fire in yeah. a picture, you yeah. can just make that connection. And that's why I said I don't want to hear nothing about no hoop dreams. And I don't want to hear about that bitch from his high school. And we don't want to hear about you losing your virginity again. I'm all that shit, the whole crib. Nitrate, talk to him, Nitrate. Yeah, man. Hey, look. They just sent me a pair of shoes, so yeah, I'm going to support, yeah. I'm gonna support yeah. whatever's coming out. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to support out. That like, shit is trash. No, that's again. a three-pointer. No, we're going to support it 100%. You know what I mean? It's J. Cole. Always, like, you know, always. J. Cole is, is he's, he's fucking legendary right now. It's J. Cole. In this he's J. Cole. He's one of those cats that we can listen to, and it's just... It's timeless music, mm-hmm. you know, what we like to call it. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this album, man. I haven't looked forward to an album in shit a minute. That's, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he's the first of the big dogs, right, to roll something out. Like, nah, seriously, roll something, something out. Something from TDE's coming, May. So That's we'll what I'm, no, I'm saying. Is. Like, it's it's coming. He's the first to to have something out. Yeah. Because yeah. it comes out next week. Big year. Yeah, because we thought Drake was going to come out earlier no, in the Drake, year. TDE well, we and Drake, Kendrick. Cole and Kendrick in one year. Yeah. No, yeah. Grammys is going to be interesting. The, the, the country is going to burn. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Revolution. And only one song of each guy is going to be on Rap Caviar. Yeah, right. right, exactly. Let me book my flight out of L.A. now because we when going. they come around for <laughs> the, the, the award weekends. <laughs> oh, yeah. B- um, BT weekend? No. Stay in Shit, no, I'm getting out the state. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. I... I expect it to be, if not his best work, mm. it's going to be in the conversation of his best work. 100%, I, I believe. Boz tweeted, um, right? Like he's like, Boz, Boz tweeted. He said, trust me. He says, I've never lied to you. This is by far some his best work mm. to, this, to this day. So, I mean, when you got, when you got the, the man... 
that you know your first sign signee mm-hmm. vouching for you like that, and and you know I'm a, I'm a boss fan. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. It's, yeah. it's cold, man. Why? Because he likes the Yankees. Who? Boss. He's from New York. He's from New York. He's from Queens. Well, technically, he's, Why, from, he's from, uh, from Paris, but um, he grew up in New York. Why? Because he's Night Train's boy. Who? Boss. J Cole. Boss. No, I knew. <laughs> I knew about Boss before Night Train was even his DJ. All right. <laughs> Just seeing how far I can take this. <laughs> Buy the dip. Buy the dip. Speaking of dips, Mickey, how much you got in Dogecoin? Mm, nice Mickey was talking out. spicy about Dogecoin a few weeks ago. You still got that same energy, or is it serious now? What do you mean? You were talking about Dogecoin like it was just some like a fluke, fluke? last last uh, pod. Were you? He said something to that effect. Yeah, mm, I don't remember. Man, I smoke weed, so <laughs> I don't remember either. I probably you have, you, so so you I, you, you, I sold my position. I bought oh. back in. Probably I've been in and out three times. Probably since the last pod. <laughs> oh wow, that's what she said. Huh. Hey man, so it's a serious <laughs> thing. Um, yeah, wifey texts me. She she wake up, babe. We up. Cool. Tell All you gotta do is buy some. Yeah, Just buy it. some and you're up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways to in, invest. Like, I mean, not I. I'm not early because I got friends who bought in when it was a fraction of a cent. Yeah, like when it was literally three tenths of a cent. Like, when it was just a joke. I mean, well, oh, but it's been around since 2013. It's still a joke. So your friends theory. bought in like 2013. No, 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 not that early. Like, okay. it, bro, like not even a year ago was a tenth of a cent right. or whatever. Right, right, right. Like, um, I first bought in when it was three cents. Mm. And then, and then obviously it's been like, I think it's yeah, up and down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think the first time I got like a couple hundred percent ROI, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like, I don't think, I don't know how much more this is going to go. Do you yeah. think people who are having FOMO should jump on it right now or just kind of like, just, you know, I genuinely feel it's going to hit a dollar. You think so? So yeah. it's a, it's a good idea to jump on it now. Yeah, I would just wait for um, you know, there's dips all the time. Like I was up late a little late last night because I have a good friend of mine, and you know he's holding over seven figures mm. in um in the coin, um, and he's one of those guys where like he'll sell off a quarter of his position when we see that there's a dip coming. So like all of last night, I was kind of like up until I got. I was like, I'm just gonna go to sleep because we gotta be. We had we did this in the morning today, mm-hmm. but um, and then the actual dip that we were waiting on last night mm-hmm. showed up right when we were driving here. When mm-hmm. I was driving shit. here, wow. and I was like, oh shit, there it is, fifty one cents or fifty something cents. Because mm-hmm. the, here's the beauty about Dogecoin, right? Like the reason why I think a lot of people like it is because if the coin, the token is at you know, it's been floating uh, from 65 to 67 for the most part mm-hmm. all day. Like, and then you see a dip to 54, right? 54 to 64 is 10 cents. Mm-hmm. 10 cents on 54 and 64 cents is about 15%. Mm-hmm. In the stock market, if you get 15% ROI, like, you're you're like oh su- super successful mm-hmm. right and so if you can do that and it's that volatile in in literally hours like yeah i'm going to wait to see that dip at 50 something before you buy and it. then buy in another you know 5 10 20,000 tokens so you could just like you know make yourself an extra g or two a day mm-hmm. yeah man 
It's, it's just capital, you know what I mean? And then it just depends how you want to play. Like some people, some people want to hold, some people want to, you know, whatever. Like I, I'm kind of just like scalping. That's what it's called. Like mm-hmm. you just kind of like get your position, see a certain return, take out, wait for the next drop, come back in at the bottom, you know, as close as you can to the bottom. And if you if you find yourself somewhere in between, close to the bottom and close to the top, like you could probably make a nice little ten to fifteen twenty percent. Mm. A week. Let me know when uh when there's another dip, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in that bitch. You want to, you know? Yeah. Buy wifey and I a couple more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you gotta yeah just wait for that next support group and you're and you're straight. Yes, yeah, so right it's like six three. That's on Coinbase. Uh, this is on um, Weeble. Oh, um, you invest in Coinbase. Did I invest in Coinbase? It's at two eighty right now, isn't it? No, I, I didn't. I because I knew it where it was. Be. It was too high. It was three forty two. Now it's like, yeah, I've been waiting for it to go lower. I don't know how much lower, but I'm glad I'm waiting. Yeah, see, like, this is just today's like in and out. Like since we started the pod, I'm up two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Because of that one single singular dip, mm. and it's because and that was from last night. Um, no, this is from literally like, so like last night I bought in at a high position. Um, here, I'll tell you like my strategy. This is, this is not for everybody, (laughs) but like, so like I'll see. And you are not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. (laughs) We don't want to get sued. (laughs) Or Mickey doesn't want to get sued. (laughs) It is drop. So there was a, uh, okay. So last night at 11 o'clock. Um, I bought in at sixty eight cents because I was like, if this shit goes up, uh, to seventy five, which is what we feel is the next next price target, um, by we my boy, and then um, at one in the morning, I bought in at sixty four cents. So now I, I shaved four cents off my average cost, and then I saw a dip again. Bought in at sixty two cents. And then this morning at nine in the morning, I bought in at fifty five. Then I bought in at fifty three. Uh, and then I think I did my biggest buy at fifty five cents. And then fifty eight cents because I saw the trend going upward, mm. and that was all at nine oh four a.m. We started recording at nine fifteen. Yeah. And so since then, um. Yeah, I don't know. A three thousand dollar investment turned into, you know, an extra two hundred fifty, three hundred bucks. Mm. Oh. I had a friend that was hitting his girl from the back, and he was he was on his phone handling stocks while having sex. He had his oh, phone on God. her ass. Hey man, listen. I didn't put it on her ass, but <laughs> I've been there. You just, just put it on the, let's, let's just move over here closer to the dresser, baby. You get on top. <laughs> Can right. you imagine? <laughs> Right yeah. the dip. <laughs> hey, yo. hey. Oh man. All right. Um, we're we're out of here. Um we'll talk about Bill and Melinda Gates next time. We I, gotta I talk wanna, about them. No, 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 because I, I wanna talk about I want you guys to put yourself in his shoes and think and and why you would divorce. You mean a why woman. I would get her whacked? <laughs> yeah, okay, let's talk about it. Like, two yeah, weeks, we two will. weeks from now. All right. Um uh, before we get out of here, Ghost I wanted to say um, I have my first gig back. Ooh, where we going? Um, we going to Boston? We going to Dallas? 
We're going to Dallas. Oh shit! When we go yeah. to Dallas? Um, no, we <laughs> May fifteenth. Um, Whiskey shit. Garden's six year anniversary is going down. Um, the previous owner, well, the owner of it, um, his name is Emil. Shout out to him. He used to book me at Cameo. If you're from Dallas, Cameo is legendary. Yeah, I was a resident there in like 2011, 12. Some of the, one of my favorite clubs ever. It was just nonstop energy. Um, so I'm excited to reunite with him and to do this anniversary thing. So, um, and um, shout out to Eddie Love. We'll be DJing as well. And I think Riz. I got to oh, check nice. the fire. But we're announcing it sometime today. The DJ Riz? Not not from... Um, from there, there's, there's a Riz out in Dallas, right? Or I something with an R and a Z. Rev? <laughs> Is it Rev? I know Rev. Revs. Shout out to Rev. Um, let me see. here. I got the, yeah. Oh, Roz? Roz? All right. Shout no out to Roz. No disrespect that guy. Yeah, no disrespect. Um, but yeah, man. Whiskey Did you call Gardens. him or he called you? He called me. He reached out to me. Got my rate. We out of here. Mm. Um, and shout out to Corey, who's the GM, and we're celebrating his birthday as well. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Um, and for the uh, the globalization, the DJs that you just heard were Mike Lowry and J- Mike Lowry. Lowry. Lowry from Double Down and Jesse Jess from Big Night. Yep. Shout out to those guys. Up next, we have, is it uh, cool. Q? Cool. 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 <laughs> um, from Florida. Um, y'all know his uh, you know, you know what cool does out there. He's the man out there. And um, that is it for us. Who's going with cool? Me. Mickey. You just got your mix. Just got the mix. Last night. Nice. Yeah. You figured out Serato. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. And we are out of here. Peace. Bye.